No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The Holders Series Number 13 The Holder of Darkness In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask with no hesitation to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of Darkness. The worker will mock you, but you have to stay as calm as possible. Keep asking him until he stops denying and withdraws from his counter to guide you through the corridors. As his behavior changes radically, stay on guard. For if you start hearing one single tiny sinister hiss, you should turn around and flee as far as you can, covering your ears, because the time was bad. If you do not escape in time, the faint sound will turn into a dreadful growling that will soon merge into a continuous shriek of sheer pain until madness floods you and leaves you to die in a deafening agony. If the warden remains silent, he will lead you to a closed door with neither handles nor lock. As he pushes it open effortlessly, you will see an ascending, winding staircase which can't possibly lead to any upper floor of the establishment. The door will close behind you, and you will not be able to push it back. Past this point, climb and do not turn back or you will fall into a bottomless pit waiting for living prey to chew upon. Do not count the steps, for knowing how many there are will drive you to insanity. One will then creak, and at that point you should stop. Another door should appear on your left. If it is on your right, then pray for a swift passing. Enter slowly into the room and a blinding, obscuring darkness shall descend upon you. You will be required to walk straight forward, for straying even slightly will lead you to be devoured by the roaming and unknown creatures observing you with blinded and purulent eyes. You will know you have arrived when coldness grips you. At that very moment, freeze or you will die by the hands of the holder who is standing right in front of you. In complete darkness, even closing your eyes will not prevent you from his horrid appearance. It will form into your mind as the most outrageous monster ever conceived, and the madness will try to creep into your brain as worms over a decayed corpse. 
His fulminating breath and constant mumbling would be enough to make you cry. But be advised not to utter anything louder than a weeping, for you might wake what must not be awakened. The only question you will be able to whisper without being torn apart will be, What do they fear? You will feel movements all around you, as shudders animate your opponents. You will hear what nameless and incurable diseases will strike the world if they were to be frightened. The countless terrors their own fright will unleash on those with a weaker mind than theirs. Amidst the atrocious enumeration of the endless sores the world will suffer, you might hear the simplest, most ridiculous, yet implacable and certain truth they all fear. Do not move again. When your head is about to implode, it will stop. If you are still able to move, you will find a door in front of you which leads you outside of the ward. There, in the open, in the grass, a broken hourglass will wait for you. You are free to pick it up. It is object 13 of 538. Number 14. The Holder of the Adversary In any city, in any country, venture across the highways and lonely roads until you reach the city's bottom rung. Walk among the one society has cast away, beggars and poor picked raw by the demands of those better off. Should you come across a scruffy man under a large oak tree, holding a bottle of liquor in a paper bag, his shirt sweat-stained and his pants muddied. Do not be afraid to ask him if he knows the one who calls itself the holder of the adversary. More than likely, he will smile knowingly at you, like an old friend with whom you've just shared an inside joke. Do not be alarmed. The man knows the one you search for, the less fortunate of us often know things we will never dream of. He will guide you to a manhole and casually slide the metal lid off with one grimy boot. Tossing you a small flashlight which flickers precariously, he will urge you down into the darkness. Once inside the putrid womb of the sewage system, you will come to realize that it bears no unpleasant scent. No scent whatsoever, in fact. But, turning on the flashlight and gazing at your surroundings, you will notice you are in a round room. On all the walls will hang partially decomposed bodies, their owners forever suspended in a state of half-awareness, feeling all the pain and horror of a body withering and rotting around them. Corpses litter the floors, and you may notice that one nearly touches you. Do not shrink back. To show cowardice would invite no creature or entity that you would do well to know. Once you've observed your surroundings, the smell will arrive. It will be the most awful thing you could imagine. Human and animal excrement, sulfur, rotting bodies, burning flesh... You will want to claw your nose from your face, 
and the watering of your eyes will nearly blind you. But do not cower, do not run, and resist the urge to vomit. You will find a thought in your head, unbidden. We are the remains of the ones who could not face the adversary. There is no source of this whisper, though it may curl around you as if carried by the stench itself. Suddenly, the bodies will rupture and burst one by one, releasing more of the horrible stench and bathing you in rotted bodily fluids and slimy chunks of human refuse. The corpses then will sink into the floor, and what rises from the slurry is a creature of pure beauty. Man, woman, or something else entirely, it depends on you yourself. It will not be possible to shake your gaze from this gorgeous naked human until you realize the creature is an idealized caricature of you. Confident, heart-achingly gorgeous, smiling a gentle, patient smile, it will be everything you yourself could ever desire to become. You will be overcome by a sudden jealousy, a total anger, a need to annihilate this perfect you. Do not give in, no matter how strong the temptation. If you do, you are doomed to the adversary's wrath, the eternal torment of the damned you have witnessed prior. There's only one question you must ask the exquisite creature. What could they destroy? The holder of adversary will laugh at you melodically, condescendingly, and will explain to you as though you were a small stupid child exactly the answer to your question. It will spare you no details, even the most horrific. Though horrifying, the story will be interesting and calming to listen to. You will find yourself absorbed in a childlike fascination with the holder. You may liken its story to one told to you by a loved one or a guide when you were a child. And you will know that you now have the key to defeating the adversary. That which the damned could not acquire. At the end of the story... The holder will ask, smiling pleasantly, What will you do now, my child? If it asks you anything else or tells you something different, your fate is sealed. And when you eventually emerge from the sewer, the ragged people you have encountered will descend upon you like ravenous animals and tear you apart with tooth and nail feeding on your body. There is no escape, only the knowledge that it will happen. Regardless of your fate, the holder will place an object in your palm and close your hand around it. You mustn't open your hand until you are free of this place, it will say, as a fitting goodbye. Now you must turn and leave, and do not look back. Once you escape the sewer, if you are lucky... You may open your fingers. What you will find there is a green, plastic, 
army man toy. This toy is object 14 of 538. It understands how to defeat your greatest foe and must never be allowed to join the rest. Number 15. The Holder of the Past In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of the Past. At the last syllable of your sentence, his eyes should open wide and stare at you as if he was attempting to see past your skin into your soul. Don't ask any questions, because he won't speak to you. And in the case that he does, you will wish he hadn't. He will take you down a long hallway, and you will walk with him for what seems like hours. Stare straight ahead the entire time. For if you look at the floor, walls, or ceiling of the hallway... You will run into a dead end, and the worker will pursue you with a hellish bloodlust until you are completely disemboweled. After exactly 350 paces, the worker will stop, turn around, and pull a watch out of his pocket. He will turn the dial backward one hour, and at that point, you will have one hour to complete your task. If you don't, then there are no words to describe your fate. The lights will go out for exactly three seconds, and when they turn back on, you will be in a room with no doors and a red-tinted skylight shaped like a pentagram. This will cast a blood-red star in the middle of the room where a splintered cherry table with two seats will be. Sitting at the seat closest to you, look up. Look down again, and a man with long, dirty black hair will be face down on the table. He will answer to one question. Where did he once stand? The man will speak not of a place that exists on any map, but will describe the room in painfully grotesque detail. Pay very close attention. He will enumerate exactly how many of what horrible objects hang from spears protruding from the walls. You will have the rest of the hour to find the room and sit in his throne. If you fail, I suggest you become armed heavily. His throne is Object 15 of 538. Number 16. Holder of the Future In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to see someone who calls himself the Holder of the Future. Do not follow if the attendant offers to show you the way. He is not the true guide and will lead you into madness. The true guide will fall silent and hand you a sheet of paper on which the way forward is written in lines of blood and fire. Walk forward, concentrating on the writing. If your focus doesn't waver, 
You will pass through both desk and man to find yourself in a long, disused hallway. It may once have seemed opulent, full of color and promise, but the walls are now stained and the carpet is black and filthy. As you pass through the hall, images will flicker in previously unseen windows. It may seem that, from the corner of your eye, you see friends long dead beckon to you, or lost lovers turned young and new once more as they offer themselves to you again. Voices seem to whisper that the windows hold second chances, opportunities to make things right. You can choose again, they seem to say, but you mustn't look up from the paper in your hands. To do so is to glimpse fully what watches you from outside, and that would leave you at an end truly beyond salvation. Accounts differ as to the hallway's ultimate impossible length. Some say that you must continue to walk until you have glimpsed each of all your possible futures through the windows. Others imply that the closer the time of uniting approaches, the shorter one will find the journey to the end of the hall. If the latter is true, may all who enter find their path long beyond reckoning. You may only look fully away from the paper at the end of the hallway, and even there, you may never look behind you. The door before you leads into a ballroom that, like the hallway, has fallen from its former bright elegance into filth and despair. Move forwards into the gloom until the door and all chance of escape are lost behind you. Walk with care. The holder watches you even now. The path forward once passed straight through the center of the room, but the center has not held over the many years, and the way has drifted. You may never find your way if it has drifted too far, and you will spend the rest of your unnaturally long life wishing you had given yourself to the window's half-glimpsed temptations. If you are fortunate, however, you will find a single point where the little light remaining fades away completely, and there you must close your eyes and wait regardless of what should happen next. If you have pleased the holder, you will come to hear a cat's soft purr, and you will feel its warmth twining around your feet. You must keep your eyes closed until a voice has asked you, What will you do with them? Three times. To answer the first or second time will turn the purrs to snarls as the touch of a thousand razor-tipped claws prick your throat. Only after the third and final time may you open your eyes. In front of you will be a woman lying on a bed. As with the rooms that preceded her chamber, she might long ago have been stunningly beautiful. And though she lies naked on her bed, she is nauseatingly fat. Her skin pockmarked with bed sores and dead flesh and syphilitic blooms. Hundreds of cats clutter around her. Eventually one will come to stand expectant at your feet. Speak only to this one, telling him, I will do what I must. He will then teach you the language of the cats, and once you have learned, the others will tell you a secret that was never meant for human ears. You must never reveal it 
until such time when you have nothing else in the world to give. Cats are jealous creatures and delight in the pain of those who betray their trust. Their secret is the 16th of 538. Number 17. Holder of the Present In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask with no hesitation to visit someone who calls himself the holder of the present. The worker will look at you vaguely. You have to ask him again. Once the worker understands your question, he will lead you through a door into a hallway that looks like it's an extension of hell itself. In this hallway, you will find nothing but darkness and the feeling of unimaginable horror. If you should hear a shriek coming from the left of you, start running towards the door you just came from, or you will be devoured by demons yelling incomprehensible babble from mouths awash with vile poison. If you should hear a shriek coming from the right of you, start running towards the door that your path leads to. Ignore the worker and keep running until you reach the door. If you should hear another shriek coming from anywhere around you, close your eyes and pray to the gods that your death will be a swift one. Should you not hear a shriek, just follow the worker until he unlocks the door at the other end of the hallway. He will now ask you to enter, and he will leave. In this room you will only find two things. A naked girl whose left hand is a mangled stump seemingly torn to shreds by an otherworldly maw, and the rusted keychain she is holding. You must look at the keychain and may not avert your eyes from it. You can say nothing except ask her this one question. Why do they belong together? Now move eyesight to the face of the girl. She will look at you and tell you the most gruesome story of the present. How this present has come to be, how it is now, and eventually how it will be. The girl will slowly move towards you. Do not move, and stay until she is but one footstep away from you. She will put the shredded piece of rot that was once her left hand on your shoulder. She will then whisper into your ear, The time has come. And now you must die. Do not react to this statement. Just keep staring into her eyes and eventually you will feel something being pushed into your hand. The keychain is object 17 of 538. Number 18. The Holder of Passion. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask with no hesitation to visit someone who calls himself the holder of passion. The worker will blush and daydream. You will have to ask two more times until he finally nods and gestures you to follow him. He will lead you into a hallway. 
you will hear a muffled diesel engine, but for the moment, it does not matter. Ignore it for now. Instead, listen to any whispering you hear. If it stops, it is vital for your sanity that you shut your eyes, for a horrifying creature will emerge from the ground and after a short time leave through the ceiling. Should you hear the whispers in unknown languages until you and the warden reach a door made from stone, you are safe. Now, listen to the engine. If it keeps running, proceed and open the door. Do not even try to imagine what happens when the engine stops. Nobody has ever been able to tell after it is stopped. Now, if the door has been opened, the worker will leave you alone. Enter the door and walk straight forward until it closes. Now you have to say the words, Excuse me, I'd like to learn from you. If you did anything wrong, you'll be dead before you even realize it. So do not worry much about this. Should nothing happen for several dozen seconds, you may resume walking. Do this until you reach a heart that is as big as your head. Do not touch it. Instead, turn around. You will either see the most beautiful woman or the most horrific creature your eyes have ever witnessed. The latter will only appear if you have touched the still beating heart. Its sight alone will almost drive you insane and haunt you for the rest of your life. Should you see the woman, look at her eyes, nowhere else, even if she does not wear any clothes. The beauty will literally blind you, and you will be forced to wander around in her realm until the end of your life. If you are able to keep looking at her eyes, you may ask one question. Are they alive? The woman will suddenly moan soundly and lay down on the ground, beginning to satisfy herself by masturbating. You must now quickly close your eyes and hold your ears shut with your hands, as her moaning will slowly destroy your mind and body should you hear it clearly. After some time, you will feel someone touch your right shoulder. You may now open your eyes and lower your hands. Do not turn around to whoever touched you. Instead, look at where the woman was. She will now be gone. Only ash is what is left of her. Search within the ash for her uterus. Take it and close your eyes. Open them again after you felt something cold touch your head. You will be back in the mental institute behind the warden who guided you to the stone door. The uterus is object 18 of 538. It has one child left to bear. For more information on this podcast, including how to submit your own story for consideration, please visit creepypod.com. You can also follow us at CreepyPod on social media and YouTube. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons Sharealike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast, 
or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.